tingling greetings everybody thank you so much for stopping by making paranormal prowlers podcast part of your day those awesome tunes that you just heard is of course courtesy of the lovely bobby mackey and as always i am your host tessa morrow so today we find ourselves in goldfield nevada Where's me gold? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you where it is, baby. Gold was discovered here back in 1902, making Goldfield a complete and total boomtown. So many people came from all over to strike it rich here that at one point Goldfield was the largest city in Nevada. Now, today's subject is Goldfield Hotel. Now, while it's no longer in operation, it's not for a lack of trying, but I'll get into that shortly. Construction begins in 1907, and it's completed the following year in 1908. Now, this is actually the third attempt of building the Goldfield Hotel in the exact same location. And believe it or not, the other two burned down to the ground. Talk about some major bad luck. The Goldfield Hotel was considered one of the nicest hotels in Nevada of that time. All rooms had running water heated steam that came from an on-site power plant, phones, and electric lights. For being in the early, early 1900s, that is not bad at all. That is luxury, baby. Now, of course, we take all of that stuff for granted. Rumor has it that during the open ceremony of the hotel, that champagne flowed down the front steps. And here are some fun facts here for you. The elevator that they had ran at 300 feet a minute, considered one of the fastest in the state of Nevada. Now that is pretty badass. And get this, they had a saloon, but it was for males only. Now, if I were around back then, I would have been severely disappointed. I absolutely love saloons. I just love the look, the feel, the atmosphere, and of course, hello, the history. I'm a saloon hawk. Yeah, I said it, saloon hawk. I never liked the term barfly. (laughs) By the end of the Second World War, the only people here were officers and their families from the Tonopah Army Airfield. Then it sat unused and quite abandoned for several years, which to me is just a crying shame. Absolutely, no doubt. Now, in 1981, Goldfield Hotel is added to the Nevada State Register of Historic Places. And sometime in the 1980s, a developer out of California named Lester O'Shea spends a hefty $4 million trying his best to convert the dilapidated, abandoned hotel into a retreat for tourists, but he sadly ends up in bankruptcy. And I want to say it was in the earlier 80s, but let's just say that it was 
1989 because I don't have an exact year when this happened, right? So today, that $4 million for 1989, the same value is $9,864,516. And that is a shitload of dough, my friends. And it was probably much more seeing that it was probably in the early to mid 1980s, not the very last of it. So there we go. Tons of money either way. She was not forgotten though. Goldfield Hotel. In 2003, an auction in Goldfield was held and the hotel was sold to a gentleman named Edgar. Now his plan, his goal was to work on the hotel and have it ready for business in 2006. Well, that year comes and it goes. And unfortunately, years after the target year had passed and it still was not ready for the public, not even close. Well, fast forward just last year, 2022. Well, that rolls around and Goldfield is once again up for grabs for the price tag of $4.9 million. That's not too bad of a price considering $4 million was put into it in whatever, in the 80s sometime. And it's a hotel, and it's a historical landmark. It's a wonderful location. So who knows? Maybe someday it'll be open again. That would be phenomenal. Hotels. Countless people frequent them every single day. Going on vacation? In the doghouse and getting kicked out of the house for a while? Just need a break? Need some R&R? Going on a road trip and you need a place to lay your head for the night? Hotels. Mm-hmm. People come and visit and they check in with all the intentions usually of checking out. But sadly, some never do. Whether it be from accidents, suicide, murder, or something else. Forever checked in. Supposedly, Two hotel visitors committed suicide here on the third floor. Many people have seen the apparitions of these people. One being a woman who had said that she hanged herself in one of the many rooms, while the other is of a man who jumped out a window to his death. Legend has it. This story has to do with mining mogul George Wingfield. And see, a lot of the times these legends and myths are about people who we have no clue if they existed or not. Well, George Boy, he definitely was a real legit person. And let's just say that if I were one of his family members and this story was going around, I would be furious and seeing red if it were a fabricated tale. Who knows if it's true or not? Don't know. I guess it's one of those things that you be the judge for yourself. Did it happen or did it not happen? So you see, George, he owned several Nevada banks, like several, well past a dozen. And it's reported by Atlas Obscura that by the time Goldfield opened its doors to the public, that George was already worth $30 million. It was common knowledge that he was a wealthy man. This was no secret at all. Well, suddenly a girl named Elizabeth, she approaches the multi-millionaire Wingfield and she tells him that, guess what? She's pregnant. And, uh, oh yeah, you're the father. Where the hell is Maury Povich when a fella needs him? Now, I don't know if they 
did have an affair. I don't know if they were involved in any way or if she just like, you know, was wanting some do-re-mi, right? So he tries to hush her, supposedly, about this subject, but she threatens to make this public knowledge, destroying his reputation and God knows what else. A lot is at stake here. Unless he coughs up some money and is a father to the child. Well, the story goes that he lures her into Goldfield Hotel and brings her into room 109, where he chains her to a radiator heater. And now there's two different versions of the story. One is that she dies during child labor. The second one is that George kills her after she gives birth and disposes of the baby in a mine shaft that is under the hotel. Many people believe that he did this and that he was cursed because of it. By 1932, 12 of his banks collapse. That's huge. One, two, three, four. No, 12. Because of the collapse of 12 banks, it almost led to a complete economic ruin of the state of Nevada. Mind you, is it really a curse that this is going on when it's during the Great Depression? I mean, many consider the Great Depression a curse itself. So who is George Wingfield the man? Well, he was born back in August of 1876 in Fort Smith, Arkansas. That's a pretty cool place for sure. I pass through there every year at least twice. In fact, when I am in North Carolina driving to Colorado, it is Fort Smith, Arkansas that I plan to spend my first night of traveling. And if I make it that far, which I always do, by the next day I am in my home state of Colorado. So pretty awesome stuff. Fort Smith, good to go. Before he was 30 years old, George was an extremely successful and wealthy young man. And he was already a multimillionaire. A past employee of his said this, quote, He was not a mayor. But he was more than the mayor. He was like the governor, you might call it. He had the banks and he had the prostitutes and these prostitutes would learn from the miners where the gold mine was and then the next day they tell George Wingfield where he could buy stock, unquote. Hmm, sounds like he had quite the hell of an operation set up. He also got in trouble for embezzlement. Embezzler? Murderer? Or a stand-up successful dude? Either way, in 1992, George Wingfield is inducted into the National Mining Hall of Fame in the sweet small mountain town of Leadville, Colorado. The Goldfield Hotel is believed to be severely haunted. Many TV shows have gone and conducted investigations there, usually walking away with a plethora of evidence. In fact, the crew from Ghost Adventures enjoys it so much that they have been there several times. Now, room 109, where Elizabeth was supposedly chained up and spent her whole pregnancy and later died, if story is true, 109, has been known to get ice cold. Many will come in and they'll be overcome with a severe burst of sadness. I mean, just coming out of nowhere. You're feeling fine one second, the next you're in tears. It's pretty crazy. It's happened to me before. And it's not rare for people to experience hearing the sound of a woman crying in this room. Oh, no. Where, where's my baby? Where? 
Elizabeth's apparition has been seen by many people, and it is said that she paces the hallways forever searching and calling out for her sweet baby. And speaking of baby, a baby can be heard often crying beneath the hotel. And Elizabeth and her baby are not the only resident spirits here at the Goldfield Hotel. George Wingfield himself is also said to haunt this establishment. Many people associate his spirit with the smell of cigar smoke. Many have experienced walking into a certain room, which is rumored where George would spend much of his time, only to find fresh cigar ashes. <laughs> then, of course, we have the children laughing. Now, obviously, this is probably not connected to the crying baby. By the staircase, it is said that people will be tapped on the shoulder or on the back, and then they'll hear children giggling as they run away. And again, this isn't an open to the public, you know, hotel where guests are here with their kids. <laughs> then we have the main dining room area, which is home to what is considered a very negative spirit, often referred to as the stabber. Just a little on the creepy side, right? The apparition is of an elderly, disgruntled, angry man who is known to appear out of nowhere and threatens to attack people with a large butcher knife, only to disappear before the terrified witness's eyes. Has anybody ever been hurt by the stabber? No. Is it a completely and utterly terrifying experience? Huh, you bet your ass. I'd be terrified if somebody came at me with a butcher knife. Human or spirit. I don't care. So as of 2023, the Goldfield Hotel remains closed. But there is still much interest in the establishment, and who's to say that it won't open its doors to the public again someday? Here's to hoping that somebody with enough love, patience, and money, and time on their hands is able to purchase this hotel breathe life back into its soul so people could enjoy it. For some time, people were allowed to go and conduct tours and investigations. I have no clue whatsoever if that is still a possibility. So if you are planning to go to Goldfield, Nevada, and you're interested in the Goldfield Hotel, you better do your research to see if you could still do that or not. Because if you just show up, more than likely, it's a private property, no trespassing sort of thing. So mm, just don't do it. Don't do it, man. It's not worth it. This week's special city shoutouts go to Pretoria, South Africa, Silt, Colorado, Deltona, Florida, Bonterre, Missouri, and what a cute name, Beaver Creek, Ohio. Everybody, thank you so much. As usual, it is extremely appreciated. Please be sure to check back next Monday for the freshest of episodes. Thanks, everyone, and I will see you next week.